1: And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital.
2: Good afternoon, friends. It's David Anderson, live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my Facebook Live page, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there, or maybe on my new YouTube channel, Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, Second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM, right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, and the surrounding areas. Listen, today is Wisdom Wednesday. We have Marriage Mondays and Tough Topic Tuesdays. Today's Wisdom Wednesday. Tomorrow, Theological Thursday. And then we have Open Phone-In Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about on Friday is fair game. Well, sidekicking it with me today is my assistant producer, Mr. Tony Penny. How's it going, Tony? Always a pleasure to be here, Doc. Thanks Uh, for having me. Always good to have you alongside of me as we ride together on today's topic the wisdom in the face of white nationalism. How should followers of Christ from all nationalities respond when they see white nationalism? And by the way, is there a difference between nationalism and patriotism? I'd like to hear from you today, regardless of your color class or culture when you see white nationalism on the rise how do you respond especially as my white brothers and sisters who are followers of christ how does it make you feel when you see white nationalism how does it make you feel when you hear the term or see it lived out are you one to become silent maybe ashamed guilty and kind of go off in a corner and don't talk about it are you one to say you know what Uh, this is wrong, this is evil, I want my brothers and sisters of other colors to know that I'm with them, or is there some kind of conversation that you have also for African Americans, for Asians, for Hispanics, uh, uh, for Muslims, and Christians alike? I mean, what should our response be when we see white nationalism in effect? Well, that's today's subject. I'm going to cover it in prayer uh, then I'll give you some other information and let uh, Tony bring us up to speed with some of the latest news on this topic. My number in studio is 888 432 7434. That's 888 Bridge. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we do thank you that you uh, are our sovereign God over all nations and you've called us to reach all nations uh, through your great commission. Would you help us to know how to have this bridge-building conversation? In Jesus' name we pray. Together, everyone said? Amen. Amen and amen. 888-432-7434 is my number live in studio. Andersonspeaks.com is a way you can get a hold of me uh, online, even outside the show. And, of course, my favorite website, Embrace Gracism. Dot com. Not racism, but gracism, uh, dot com. So what is the racist response to all of this? Well, Tony, why don't you bring us up to speed? What's going on in the country? Sure. Well, all of this has come about because yesterday
3: the House Judiciary Committee held a hearing on the global resurgence of white nationalism, which is kind of the motivating factor behind um, a lot of the violence and extremism that we've seen in this country over the past year or so, according to the Anti-Defamation League, Mm -hmm. um, lawmakers took a lot of interest in things like whether or not the internet radicalizes terrorists, not just Islamic terrorists, which is what we're for lack of a better term, what we're used to, uh, the Internet has that capability, but also domestic terrorists and Mm -hmm. specifically white nationalist Mm -hmm. terrorists. Um, They talked a lot about the Maryland uh, Coast Guard lieutenant who got caught stockpiling weapons, preparing for white genocide and uh, uh, establishing America as, as a white homeland. They talked about the Pittsburgh man who killed 11 congregants at the Tree of Life synagogue. Back in October, they even talked about the Australian uh, National who gunned down 50 people at two different mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand, mm-hmm. just last month. So mm-hmm. this, is, this has been a, a hot topic, and FBI Director Christopher Wray went before Congress yesterday and said that white supremacy is, in fact, a per, his words, a persistent, pervasive threat to, to U.S. security,
2: mm. uh,
3: despite the president's indications to the contrary.
2: Well, we know also just within the last 24 hours or so, uh, several churches have been burned down. Did you know about that as well? Yes. So it's unfortunate in the South. Uh, four churches, I believe. i got to uh, check out which state it was. I was looking at it just earlier. Louisiana. Uh, this morning. Was it Louisiana? Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, And they say those churches were intentionally <coughs> set on fire, African-American churches all within Louisiana just within the last 24 Hours and so that's why we're bringing the topic to you. What do you think, uh, and how do you think we ought to respond? Whether you're an African American or whether you're white or black or Asian, Hispanic, or Caucasian, mixed, you know, multicultural, if you will, uh, then you know, what do you what do you do with this? Uh, is it a conversation that we as believers are allowed to have, or do we just keep saying, "Hey, just focus on Jesus"? And Uh, Don't worry about it. Well, How if you are in your church focusing on Jesus, like in South Carolina, and a a man walks in and he kills you uh, when you're praying. Nine African-Americans, you know, mothers and grandmothers are, are praying to Jesus when a young white nationalist racist walks in and shoots and kills them. And we know it because of the things not only that he said, uh and, and but we also know it by the things he wrote mm-hmm. and so what do you do with that that's what we're talking about today i want you to talk back to us maybe you have a question maybe you have a comment maybe your heart hurts uh maybe god's heart hurts i want to know if we're going to build bridges of racial reconciliation if we're going to uh serve the same master and if we're going to do it together, like if I just want to go to my black church and you go to your white church and you go to your Asian, your Korean church and you go to your uh, Puerto Rican church, then, then fine. But if we're actually going to do life together, then can we talk about it? Or is it one of those taboo subjects that if you talk about it, you're going to create division? So every time you talk about race, you're just being divisive, Dr. Anderson. Is that where we are or can we do what I've often said, uh, and that is have a conversation? Comprehension begins with conversation and we must use difference as a doorway to dialogue let's talk about it 888-432-7434 right now we're going to go to our commercial break and as soon as i get back we're going to go directly to the phone line so this would be the time to call get in where you fit in it's real talk with Dr. David Anderson.
4: He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer. Please, Bender, her series today, my son. Proved to be impossible. Without On April seventeenth. I don't believe John will survive tonight. Discover the incredible true story of an extraordinary miracle. I will never give up on my time. Breakthrough, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The tickets go to breakthroughmovie.com. <laughs>
2: Tired of living in that smelly basement? Well, let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to Best BuyWaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. Eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero seven. That's eight four four nine eight zero thirty seven zero
5: seven.
3: Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE to watch us on facebook live or to check out previous broadcasts visit dr anderson's public facebook page just search dr david anderson and click like join our text community and receive a free weekly text from dr anderson just text the word inspire to five zero five five five. that's i-n-s-p-i-r-e to 50555 and now back to real talk with dr david
0: anderson
2: Wisdom Wednesday. Before we go back to to the topic of the show, let me just tell you: if you haven't uh, prepared to go see the movie Breakthrough, it's coming out Easter weekend, 2019. Uh, I did a pre-screening with my staff, and it was an amazing movie. Uh, make sure you bring your tissue, but it's mm-hmm. really about. Uh, The resurrection in the sense that uh, when it seems like something's dead, uh, something can rise again with the power of prayer. So that's about as much as I can give (laughs) you there. I'll also say this, though. If you want to see a free pre-screening of the movie, uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, in Germantown, you can actually see the movie. All you have to do is go to wava.com and hit keyword movie. Uh, if you want to see it in Germantown, Maryland, Thursday night at 7 p.m. Tony, side kicking it with me today. And, Tony, we're talking today about white nationalism, wisdom in the face of it, mm-hmm. and how should uh, believers from all nationalities respond? Is there a difference even between white nationalism and patriotism? Uh, this has been going on for a while, but I think it's one of the uptick over the last year or two, wouldn't you say? Absolutely.
3: Uh, the Southern Property Law Center came up with some statistics that said that um, – Right now, there's over a 1,000 hate groups, Mm -hmm. broadly defined, hate Mm -hmm. groups in the United States in 2018. Mm. Um, And that's
2: a significant increase over the previous year, and and really over the previous few years. Gotcha, gotcha. So research is telling Mm -hmm. us that this is on the uptick, and there are many uh, new groups that are rising. Some might be questionable with the the resource you're talking about, but the reality is hundreds of groups – have been rising as a result of uh, sort of the opening of the doors to be able to talk about uh, the country being more of a white country and also losing uh, some of its power because of diversity, not seeing diversity as a strength, but as a, a, a threat and also weakening of, of the country, uh, the United States of America. Well, I'd like to know what you're thinking. So I'm going to give you the number, and then we're going to go right to the phone lines. Here's the phone number, 888-432-7434. Let's kick the show off in Rockville, Maryland, with Sina, who's on the line. Hi, Cena. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Hello, Cena. Are you there? Going once, going twice. So sorry we missed you. Make sure you call back. Again, let's go to Fairfax, Virginia, and talk to Kim, who's on the line. Hi, Kim. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you?
6: I'm fine, Dr. Anderson. Thanks for having me on your show.
2: My pleasure. Turn your radio Um, down so we don't have an echo, and then you can talk to us directly.
6: Got it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, my thoughts are... Words are very powerful. I don't know why they're calling it white nationalism. They should just call it racism, Mm. as it is. Mm. Um, There's a big difference between being proud of the country that you live in. And what really strikes me as odd is I would bet, I'd be willing to bet, that if you swabbed for DNA Mm -hmm. on many of these white nationalists, you'd Mm -hmm. find out just how East European, West European, and -hmm. everything else that they are. I know we did a DNA on our family alone Mm -hmm. when we had... Iberian Peninsula, we had Algerian French, we had a little mix of everything, mm. everything under the sun, so hmm. um, very multicultural. Yeah. And that seems to be pretty true of a lot of Americans. I mean, yeah. a great menor- um, I mean, a majority of Americans, so it's just really ridiculous, yeah. and it's it's way past its time.
2: Yeah. You know? Well, I love the fact that you are uh, saying, you know, nationalism and racism really are synonymous, not nationalism and patriotism. And I think sometimes exactly. we we kind of hide it under patriotism. But the reality is when you fear people who are different than you and then say that you're superior in some way, that can really uh, weaken our not only our churches, but our country as well. Thank you for speaking out on this, Kim. I do appreciate it. OK,
6: well i just want to add too, that it's the same thing that hitler did so i think history bad history repeats itself too
2: yeah you good not it. a
6: good idea you all got right it. thank you sir
2: that's Kemp from okay. Fairfax Virginia tony there is a there is a more closer a synonym to nationalism being racism than nationalism and patriotism, which some, po- some people try to make that the synonym. What do you think about that?
3: Well, we have to be really clear. As she said, words uh, have meaning and they have impact. Patriotism is, is simply a love for your country. And I think uh, any red-blooded American has a certain amount of patriotism, uh, patriotism in them, certainly some more than others for a variety of reasons. But patriotism is really just a love for your country. Nationalism, on the other hand, I- exalts your country above all others, believes that it is better inherently than every other nation, mm-hmm. and almost in a pejorative, punishing way, uh, holds those tenets very tightly. Mm-hmm. Now, when you tack on white in front of nationalism, right, you've got something completely different. You have. People who genuinely believe that not only are white people superior to every other ethnicity mm-hmm. on the planet, they believe that America is a white nation, right. should has been from its inception and should be forever, and that things like inter, uh, immigration and interracial marriage are essentially white genocide.
2: Well, and then you saw the march in Charlottesville, Virginia. It wasn't like. Uh, and they're in our listening area you know it wasn't like uh this was happening uh, we were watching some tapes from the 50s right. and the 60s right this was happening uh, you know within the last year or two 2017 18 19 and you got people l- lighting tiki torches and walking through the streets uh saying anti-semitic and anti um you know Black, uh, Mm -hmm. anti-Muslim words, and like our caller said, words do matter. I'd like for my callers and my listeners to take time to call to use words, words that build up, words that uh, stand against uh, any kind of racism. You know, sometimes we can be very vocal when it comes to our politics. Can we be vocal when it comes to uh, being against racism? Or is that when everything becomes silent? Like we'll pick up the phone and we'll call if, if I were to name any other topic, but then you name something like racism and all of a sudden uh, you hear nothing but crickets. What is that about? I think, um,
3: I think that well, there's, there's two things. From a white perspective, it's a very uncomfortable subject. Okay. And there are plenty of well-meaning, well-intentioned, good Christian white folks that are listening to this program who believe that racism is wrong and that it's a sin, but they're afraid to have a conversation because inevitably they're going to say something that could possibly be misconstrued as racist. Mm -hmm. That is the case for pretty much any conversation that you're going to have around a delicate topic. You have a conversation with your wife about money, for example, Mm -hmm. Um, somebody's going to say something that... Is going to make the other person angry or hurt yeah. feelings or something like that. So, yeah. w- white people are, are, are just kind of really gun shy about having this conversation.
2: Well, I mean, so you being half white, mm-hmm. um, do you have this conversation with yourself? All the time. <laughs> time on my 35, 45-minute drive home. Yeah, your white side, your black side start right. getting into an argument. Which one wins, though It's almost a race ride in the car sometimes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I love it. I love it. Well, listen, if you want to join us in this conversation, now's the time to do so. My phone lines are open. Uh, maybe you have a question about it. Maybe you have a comment. Maybe you uh, aren't quite sure what you're thinking, but you just want to, you know, uh, say something that uses words to be of an encouragement. This is your opportunity. Here's my phone number, 888-432-7434. Let's go to West Virginia and talk with Mike, who's on the line. Hi, Mike. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you?
7: I'm doing well, Doc. How about
2: yourself? Oh, I'm alive and grateful, and I'm glad that you called. Thanks for hanging with me today. What are you thinking?
7: Uh, There's a lot that can be said on this topic, and I think you guys are kind of hitting on it because there's not a whole lot that's being said. Mm. Um, I've wanted to kind of start off, at least, and I know you guys have other callers to get to, but the idea that is this the topic that we as Christians should be discussing?
6: Mm-hmm.
7: And I would say that that's a resounding and emphatic yes. Mm. Yes, yes, we need to be talking about this. Mm. Why? Because we're getting into matters of scriptural truth. Mm. And I think the underlying issue behind a lot of this uh, nationalism uh, and racism, because it's kind of like you guys already said, you're putting it together, which I think is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think deep down at its base, like hatred, <clears throat> hatred has its roots, not in hatred, but in fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we need to understand, that these people are acting out in hatred because they're afraid
6: Mm. they're
7: afraid they're going to lose something or they're afraid that that something bad is going to happen Mm. and so they're going off of that fear response and it's coming out as hatred Uh you know rejection of another person another image of god and and one last thing i'm sorry i just got to get this in edgewise look we are all members of the human race Mm. it's the human race
2: amen amen the imago dei mike the image of god regardless of our of our color or our gender we are the image of god and we've got to lift that up regardless even of one's faith i've got to see god's image in you i know you see it in me and i actually appreciate your response and your your phone call thank you so much okay my brother
7: okay thanks for the opportunity
2: doc you have a good one yep you too Tony what encourages my heart is you know regardless who calls whether black or 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 you know asian but when a white person calls just cuz i happen to be african american that does something to give me hope to know that the blood of christ transcends uh any kind of racism it's it's strong enough to break down the dividing wall between the the ethnicities or the racial groups or even our history of what we've had in this country.
3: Absolutely. You're absolutely right. And as, you, as you've said in the past, racism is not a skin problem. It's a sin problem. That's right. Right? That's right. Um, <clears throat> I was having this conversation with my white half just yesterday <laughs> in the car. Um, you know, r- racism is, is – the root of it is fear, but the fruit of it is violence. Mm, mm-hmm. And um, we're seeing that on an uptick more and more. Yeah. Yeah. Over the past few years i would I would argue over the past ten years or so we 've mm. seen this uptick, yeah, and as more and more data becomes more and more clear yeah. that within the next couple of decades, America will be a majority minority
2: nation, mm. that fear only increases well, you know when Mike said, hatred has its roots in fear i mean that 's <coughs> such a good uh, way to look at it, and then you talk about the fruit of it is is violence i mean if we can get to the root, you know, the spirit of God uh, has been given to us and he has not given us a spirit of fear. Mm. But think about the opposite. He says, but one of love, you know, power and and sound mind. So, I mean, when you just think of God's word, if you truly believe that God is God, then you don't have to be so fearful of uh, people who are different or people who may have a different background. You know, as long as you have the power of love and sound mind, Uh, then you you have everything you need to make it through whatever the demographic changes in the country are, don't you think? Absolutely. And, you know, uh, I think part of the key there is sound
3: mind. Mm. I I am not a psychologist or a psychiatrist. I don't have training. But I have to believe that white supremacy has to be in some way a mental disorder.
2: Mm. Interesting. Well, we'll find out when we come to the other side of the break what you think, Linda, in Burke, Virginia, Jesse. And Glenn Burnie, I've got open lines. Why don't you grab one now?
1: Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of a hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties.
0: To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited. So text your five-digit zip code to 82,000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82,000.
8: Are you looking to move to a bigger home? Are you worried about how you're going to sell your house and buy the next one without being homeless or having to pay for two homes? I'm Christy Moore, founder Local Expert Realty. Our proven system includes our guaranteed move-up program. If you're looking to sell your house, call now at 866-404- 5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866- 404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen to what another listener had to say about us.
0: Christy was the best. Christy did a great job. We listed the house Thursday and the house was sold by Monday. We listed the house for 939 and we ended up getting 970. Recommending Christy would be easy to do. One of the things too that Christy did was the negotiations of the waiver of inspections, appraisals. Couldn't be more satisfied.
8: If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858.
9: Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states.
0: We're back.
3: It's Wisdom Wednesday on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm Tony Penny, sidekicking today with the Good Doc. And we're talking about wisdom in the face of white nationalism. How should followers of Christ from all nationalities respond to this? And is there a difference between patriotism and nationalism? We want to hear from you. 888 432 7434 is our number. You can also go to our Facebook page. Just look for Dr. Anderson at Anderson Speaks. Uh, if you can't give us a call, but you still want to get in on the conversation, you can leave us uh, a message there, and we will definitely check
2: that out. We're in the second half of the program, so if you're just joining us, I'm glad that you have found us on WAVA 105.1 FM. or are tuned in on our social media uh, with our uh, web, all of our web-based stuff, including YouTube and and Facebook. Thanks a lot for tuning in. You know, Tony's sidekicking with me today. He's half white, half black. And so he says he's been in conflict as white side (laughs) and black side are having all kind of conversation on today's topic on white nationalism. As followers of Jesus Christ, uh, how should we respond regardless of what your ethnicity or your color or your background is? I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have a comment. Maybe you have a question. Uh, Tony's already giving you the number. So Tony, I'm going to go right back to the phone lines. And uh, as promised, I'm going to go to Burke, Virginia, and talk to Linda first. Hello, Linda. This is Dr. David Anderson and Tony Penny. How are you doing today?
10: I'm doing
2: great. How are you, Dr. Anderson? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. So glad you're calling. What are you thinking today?
10: Well, I had to call when you said you wanted to hear from your white, you know, white people. (laughs) And that we were afraid to talk about it. And in a way, you're right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a horrible thing. It's a terrible thing. And we all know, we. I, th- I think of it as racism and just plain old hatred.
6: Mm-hmm. But
10: um, it's a difficult topic to talk about for me because I believe personally that there are certain factions in our society that overuse that term mm-hmm. to refer to many situations that they just don't agree with.
8: Mm-hmm.
10: And they like to put down certain people with it. I'm not going to name anything. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just that then it it decreases the value of the term when it's really happening. Right.
2: Like crying wolf. To me,
10: it's like it's – like, exactly. Yeah. And just because someone – like, okay, you probably might remember, we've had lots of discussions and I make lots of comments, but okay. um, I tend to be more of a rule of law person. Right. And because I feel like we have to be realistic about, like, how we can financially take care of the people at the border, right. how we can – you know, incorporate them into our com- our country, I might like be called a white nationalist right, because right. I have certain feelings that other people who right. might be motivated for different purposes don't.
2: But because you and have that view it, on immigration it, at the border, that doesn't make you a white nationalist. It doesn't make you a racist. So if somebody then calls you that, that just shuts you down. Is that what I'm hearing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I I appreciate you saying that, and thanks a lot for calling, and, of course, all of your work comments as well. God bless you. <laughs> That's Linda from Burke, Virginia. D- what do you think about what she's saying, Tony, on this regard, that if you do throw terms like white nationalism or racism uh, w- because somebody has a different political view um, about a topic, that can also it can almost be the white man's kryptonite. I mean, that just mm-hmm. kind of shuts them down. Yeah, that, that completely shuts
3: down dialogue Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. dialogue at that point. If I refer to you as a white nationalist because you have a an opinion that I don't agree with, yeah. if I call you a racist because you say something that I don't like,
2: yeah.
3: there's no more door
2: for dialogue. That door has yeah. been slammed shut and right. nailed. Right. So you've got to be careful that when you say it, you can really see it. That's right. why I say racism to speak, act, or think negatively about someone else solely based on their color, class, or culture, and so if I speak this way negatively about someone solely based on the fact that they're Mexicans, right? You know, or or that uh, <clears throat> you know this country is better than that country, and the difference is not the details of the country, but the color of the people that come from there, right. uh, then th- those are the things that w- w- what we say or the things that we uh, believe could be rooted in something uh, that is racist that we might have to evaluate, but don't just use quote unquote the race card. I would prefer that we use the grace card, giving people the benefit of the doubt. What do you think about that? You're uh,
3: once again absolutely right. And I think that, as I said before, it's a difficult topic for white people to enter into because they're so afraid of being called a racist. Being called a a racist to a white person is similar to the N-word to an African-American person. Right. Um, So – but for black people at the same time, we're kind of tired of having the conversation. To a certain degree.
2: It, it becomes yeah. very um, – But are we having it? Or are we talking about it to ourselves and then talking about it uh, at whites but not with whites? What do you think?
3: I think we're having the conversation more than, than we would like to think we are. Mm-hmm. I th- and, and, and I think right or wrong, good or bad, social media has facilitated that conversation, not always in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, doing so behind a keyboard has its own problems – But we are having those conversations. Didn't that happen yesterday on YouTube? YouTube had to shut down its comments. It was live streaming the House Judiciary Committee uh, hearing on the rise of white nationalism and domestic terrorist groups. And it had to shut down the comments because so many white nationalists were coming on espousing white nationalist views and having – arguments and flame-throwing throughout, and so they just have to vi- shut it down.
2: Being very vile. Well, that's interesting because what, hap- what happens, I think, not only with social media, but I think the true thoughts of people might be coming out. Of course, you got a lot of trolls as well, mm. but true thoughts of people are coming out in a way that they're not quite identified face-to-face with someone, and so when that's happening and undergirding us, we've got to understand that there may be something dark happening without mm. us even knowing until it rises up. Mm-hmm. Well, listen. I'm gonna run to my break when I get back. Jesse, I'm coming to you, and then I'm coming to the rest of you. Eight 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 four three two seven four three four.
5: the question raised by her professor why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diglu Hailu answered in one of her essays like this I was not there just to add a prefix to my name though that would feel good the greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think to understand the times and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia is a counselor and adjunct psychologist Professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call one 800
2: 301 864
4: This Easter,
2: breakthrough starring
4: Chrissy Metz. All right, get off the ice. You've been underwater for 15 minutes. The odds were against her son. He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer. We her name my son. Proved to be impossible. With that one on April 17th. I don't believe John will survive tonight. Incredible true story of an extraordinary miracle. I will never give up on my son. Breakthrough, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The tickets go to breakthroughmovie.com.
2: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about white nationalism, wisdom in the face of it. How should we, as believers, followers of Jesus from all nationalities, respond? When we see something. Tony, what happened with regard to the churches being lit on fire? Bring us up to speed. Several
3: churches have been um, burned to the ground in and throughout Louisiana, many of them in one single parish. Mm. Uh, At this point, it doesn't appear to be. Well, it, it would appear to be race-related since all of the churches were black churches, mm-hmm. uh, but suspects and
2: motives have not been fleshed out at this point. Right. The fire department did say that they were intentional fires that mm-hmm. were set. Uh, of course, yesterday, what happened in Congress?
3: Congress had a, uh, a hearing in front of the House Judiciary Committee on the rise of white nationalism and domestic terrorism, which is interesting because it comes at the um, – following some reports that the Department of Homeland Security has completely dismantled its domestic terrorism unit, Mm -hmm. um, even though there has been a 17% spike in hate crimes in the U.S. uh, Mm -hmm. over the past year or so.
2: How about that? Well, listen, we want to know what you think, so let's go to Glenn Burney, Maryland, and talk to Jesse, who's on the line. Hi, Jesse. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? you?
11: Hi, Doctor I uh, It's always a pleasure to listen to you.
2: Oh, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. So, what are you thinking yeah. today, Jesse? Yeah.
11: Um, I I think um, Christians have not really uh, speaking up on this subject because um, it's been a problem for for ages,
2: mm-hmm.
11: ages, and. Uh, and history will judge us you know, once we, if everybody keep quiet, mm. you don't say a word. You know, yeah. um, the, the Lord Jesus Christ, all he did was love, love. Yeah. And I tell you, there is beauty in um, adversity. Yes. I say it's yes. adversity, in, a, in a Diverse, diversity. Diversity. Beauty in diversity. Yes. I mean, I'm telling you, um, I, I'm, I'm a pastor, and mm. um I have uh, both um, both white and black in my, my church, and we mm. we have fun together.
2: Right, right. Um,
11: there's beauty in it.
2: Yes, beauty
11: in it. It yeah. is it is sweet. I yeah. mean, I just don't know. Uh, hate is not of Christ. I think that people uh, who are born again and who who knows the Lord, they should start sharing the light.
2: This is the time. It's, it's
11: darkness. It's a, it's a the,
2: darkness. Yeah, yes. pa- Pastor, this is the time, and I'm so glad that you're able to see the beauty of diversity may the lord bless you in the good work that you're doing okay amen amen, amen. to that thank
11: you so much thank amen. you for what you're doing we really really appreciate you highlighting these important subjects are very 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 important
2: amen so people can start
11: looking at them differently there thank you, you go so much.
2: blessings to you that's pastor jesse and glenn Burney. Uh, there's beauty in diversity, so see, Tony, the fact that you're racially mixed between black and white, there's all kind of beauty right there. I'm gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Don't hate me because I'm gorgeous. <laughs> I got good hair. Oh, and your kids. I have no hair. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's yeah. all right. Hey, let's uh, go to Roy. Roy's in Joppa, Maryland. Hi, Roy. Dr. Anderson here. How's it going up there uh, in hey, Joppa?
12: Hey, hey. Uh, hi, I'm uh, fine, fine. I, I just wanted to... Um, your you guest quoted uh, statistics from the uh, National Poverty Law Center. Yeah. And um, if I'm not mistaken, the National Poverty Law Center has evangelicals classified as terrorists.
2: Yeah, yeah.
12: Because we take a stand. If you yeah. are a believer in Jesus Christ, you are at odds with this world. You are yeah. at odds with this world. So any the, the na- white nationalists, you've got to understand, is a narrative that fits the world. That's what they label things. And if you don't fit that category— yeah. They're going yeah. to label you that anyway.
2: That's true. And, and,
12: and, and the, 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 the out-of-paint job, no out yeah. paint job on the believer should take precedence mm-hmm. over his faith in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Nothing should take precedence over that because yeah. I mean, uh, 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 the paint job, uh, it, it can become an idol. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's idolatry.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you well. worship
12: your race. Or your color True. of your skin, it's idolatry.
2: But what do so, you what uh, so do you do p- though, Roy? What do you do regardless of w- whether some groups like ours or maybe uh, Family Research Council or something is on a list? But what do you do when you have uh, truly white nationalism and racism? When a white guy does go into a black church and kill black people, or black churches are burned, or or or. or you know, the Jews are are shot up in Pittsburgh. I mean, these are real live examples within our recent time. What, what should we do as believers with regard to that?
12: Well, I, I know this, we, we as believers, one, we as the, the, the Christian community, we have to, I, I believe a lot of this is happening because we as the believers uh, that say we're believers have not taken the lead as far as accepting our other brothers from other uh, from other races. We have. Mm. I go to a racially mm-hmm. mixed church, okay. and I, I've always gone to a racially mixed church on, for that strict purpose. Yeah. because that's how uh, the, that's how the kingdom is going to be. Amen. Uh, Amen. Um, and, 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 and 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 I mean, if you can't if you're if you're you can't deal with different races here. Yeah. God forbid you're not going to be able to deal with it up there in heaven.
2: Well, you and and, and, and one
12: other thing I want to say.
2: Yep.
12: One other thing I want to say is 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 that. Uh, um. And I'm, I'm kind of saying 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 it's tongue in cheek, but it's true. The kingdom of God has borders. It has walls. Yeah. And no you can't rush it and say oh we're going to get in anyway
2: yeah so uh well that's 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 I, immigration I, hear, I i hear what you open. Yeah, I hear what you are saying but I we're don't not talking I don't we're not talking about open yeah. borders yeah. thanks roy we're not right. talking about open borders we're not talking about uh immigration right now we're really talking about white nationalism and we we, we we're not saying that it was the mexicans that was blowing up uh Buildings. Synagogue. We're not saying uh, it was a Mexican or a Honduran that went into Pittsburgh and shot up the, the Jewish folk. It wasn't the immigrants that came from the southern border that were marching in Charlottesville. So I just want to make it clear these are two different topics. Uh, and yes, sometimes immigration gets thrown into it because of the way some people verbalize their uh, disdain for those coming from the southern border. Uh, and, and grouping them as rapists, grouping them as criminals, grouping them as certain kinds of people, as opposed to saying there are some that are bad, uh, but not. Yeah, this is who they are, and maybe there's some that are good. But then you get to the other side when you know, white nationalists are marching, and there's some fine people on both sides. <laughs> uh,
3: look, immigration. If we're gonna, if we're gonna kind of go there a little bit, immigration has its roots in white nationalism. Talk to me. Immigration policy Talk in this to them from country, the white side. From the white side, here it comes. Immigration <laughs> policy has its roots in this country in white nationalism. Our very first immigration laws in the late nineteenth and early twentieth century were designed to prevent certain people from coming to this country who largely were not white. Mm-hmm. We did not want a certain group of people coming to the country. And we capped off the number of people who were non-white. unless
2: we brought them into the country for our own purposes,
3: right? Which is not immigration exactly. I don't care what Doctor Ben Carson <laughs> says. <laughs> Would
2: what, <what'd> you say?
3: <coughs> I don't care what Doctor Ben Carson says. That's not exactly immigration. Is that what
2: he's saying? That's immigration. He he referred you sure? to African slaves right. it, so he, euphemistically you know, as a different okay. kind of immigrant. Uh, yeah, so no, I don't know. We're he's, not. Immigrants. He's an acquaintance now. I got to go ask him. So okay. He, are you serious? Did he say that? He Come did. On. I'll I'll share it with you later. Okay. Anyway. Um, so. It, it,
3: immigration Why policy you Ben Carson right now? Immigration is that your policy, black side or your white side? That's, that's both right there. <laughs> immigration <laughs> policy has its roots in white nationalism. That's where it, 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 it all comes huh. from that. And so gotcha. when we see white nationalists today, their big fear, their primary driver, their motivator mm. is that America is not going to be a white country in 25, 30 years. Gotcha. And that
2: scares people. Mm-hmm. Well, I still have the. Do I still have the picture up of me and Ben Carson in my office? So don't, don't go take it down, mm-hmm. Tony. See, Okay. why are you doing that? Okay. Uh huh. How's your black side doing right now? Oh, it's doing great right now. <laughs> Wait till you drive home. It's real gonna, strong. You're be fighting yourself. <laughs> in totally the car.
3: fighting in the car.
2: <laughs> Listen, friends, we're coming right back, and then we'll land this plane. <laughs> <laughs> and
6: so for your
9: varicose, and spider veins. Wow, what a gift from my mom. She had them, I got them, and not only are they uncomfortable and sometimes painful, but I stopped wearing skirts and shorts because I was embarrassed and I really hated the way my legs looked. When my kids asked me, what are those things on your legs? I was done. I finally went to Vein Clinics of America. The procedure took about an hour and I was right back to work. What they're doing with lasers these days is unbelievable. The staff made me feel so comfortable and the results, well, Even my husband has noticed. Vein Clinics of America has been treating vein disease for over 35 years. They're the largest and most experienced in the U.S. Look, I've been doing the commercials for vein clinics for years because I really believe in them. And you can trust them, too. The best part, my insurance covered the procedure. So stop hiding your legs. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Call 800-885-2900. 800-885-2900.
13: We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts KICK to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting KICK to 88988. That's K-I-C-K to 88988.
8: Are you looking to downsize your estate? Are you feeling a little overwhelmed with how much there is to do? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. Our proven easy downsizing program includes a done-for-you system to inexpensively refresh your property for top dollar and a move-out guarantee. Don't worry about owning two homes or worse, none at all. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. I will sell your house in 58 days or I'll buy it. Call now at 866-404-5858.
0: Sorry conditions or exceptions may apply. Listen
8: to what another listener had to say about
0: us. Christy was the best. Christy did a great job. We listed the house Thursday and the house was sold by Monday. We listed the listed house for 939 and we ended up getting 970. Recommending Christie would be easy to do. One of the things too that Christy did was the negotiations of the waiver of inspections, appraisals. Couldn't be more satisfied.
8: If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858.
1: Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit Andersonspeaks.com and simply click the Donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's Andersonspeaks.com.
2: And I'm going to thank all of you for your support, especially Best Buy Waterproofing. If you have waterproofing needs in your home, make sure you protect your investment and call them before the water rises. Their number is 844-980-3707. By the way, thanks to all of you who are tuned in, including Faith Idaquajish, who she's listening from downtown Baltimore. So thanks a lot for tuning in as well. We've got V on the line from Washington, D.C., so let's go there. Hello, Miss V. This is Dr. Anderson. How are you?
14: Hi. Hi. Can you hear me?
2: I can hear you. Thanks for your call. What's your comment or question? You're on the air.
14: Okay, so I have a little bit of both. I I don't consider, you know, I hate that people are making us, Tell you that we're African American or we're this or we're that when we Mm -hmm. fill our applications when we try to go to school. Why? As God is coming back for one church, Mm -hmm. He's not coming back for different cultures or different Mm -hmm. races, you know. And but at the same token, because you are in a different culture, Mm -hmm. you do feel that tension. You know, with all of this that's going on, and my issue is a lot of times tension just with your own culture.
6: Mm-hmm, that's you true. know,
14: having to stress. You having a conversation with them, like I don't, you know, I'm tired of telling people, no, I'm not African-American. Mm-hmm. I am a brown-skinned lady. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired of people putting titles on me, mm-hmm. you know, but I love the Lord and I'm so tired and it's so overwhelming mm. that we as the same culture don't even like each other. Mm. How can anybody respect us if we can't respect, we kill each other. Well, you
2: make we a tear good point.
14: each other down when we work with each
12: other.
2: Yeah. Well, and you I'm make sorry. a go- No, it's no, a- you, no, you make a you know, but, hang no. on. You make a great point, Ms. V. Thanks for making it on my show as we're bringing the show closer to a close Tony. The reality is people <clears throat> even within their own cultures fight against one another and there there does need to be unity even among people of the same people group. But at the same time, in our country, there's a lot of that fighting is because of uh, the system from which we 've come right
3: and i 'm not i 'm not entirely sure how much unity there has to be mm-hmm. there sh- certainly should be on some things yeah but we 're a pluralistic people, even within particular ethnic groups right um, there are africans there are african Americans there mm-hmm. are biracial people mm-hmm. there are i mean I-
2: even within the black community we are a pluralistic people and and, people killing and one another of the same race a lot of it has to do with poverty and in places that you are as well I mean there's a lot of that. Has
3: to, yeah it has to do with poverty it has to do with proximity if I'm clo- you you typically kill the people that are close to you. <laughs> if <laughs> oh, you're yeah, right you I mean look there's a re if, if yeah. a woman if
2: a wife dies there's a reason they look at the spouse first right 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 proximity hmm. um, so well thank God that the proximity of Jesus Christ can be right among us because God sent his son Jesus to be with with us in the midst of all of our uh, craziness. And that's mm-hmm. what Easter's about. You know, he came in the midst of our mess to bring a message. And that message is that he died and rose again because of our sin. And he brings us together as a result of it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you the praise and we ask that you bring the unity in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. amen.
0: Help your children.